Welcome to Season 7 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. It's the show where being mentally healthy is not simply about just being able to cope, but also being able to thrive. And I'm going to give you the tools to get there. Today I'd like to talk about the work-life balance of the new normal with the addition of play. I was listening to Green and Healthy podcast interview with John Goldwyn, who's the Senior Vice President of WATG and the writer of my recent book, The Leader's Guide to Resilience. And whilst everything he says always has me fired up in agreement, one particular thing, as John was discussing his master planning manifesto, which he embeds into every project, absolutely stood out. He said, there's three main pillars, which are live, work, play. Indeed, there are. In architecture, there are three key spaces. The first space is the home space. The second, the workspace. And third is the communal space, cafes. I noted straight away that work is not the first space in either example. Yet, as a psychologist, I am often asked, how do we get the work-life balance right? And I just as often answer, the challenge of the work-life balance is accepting that there may be no real balance, no real equality. You may have a preference for one of the two areas. When that preference is clear, you can then begin to tip the scales in your favour, suiting yourself and those around you. And that weighting may need to be adjusted many times a week or even several times a day. Hill in 2016 summarized three key work-life balance fallacies from various TED Talk speakers. Stu Friedman said, balance means equal. No, says Hill. It means constantly shifting and adjusting your priorities to find satisfaction. Dan Thurman says, balance is attainable. No, says Hill. We're all in a constant state of flux. Jim Bird says, you can have it all. No, no. You have to navigate between varying priorities and find fulfillment in each of those priorities daily. I'd also like to quote from Dana Veldon's How to Make a Marble Cake. She says, the swirl process is where many people fail. Under swirling, so it looks more bovine than marbled, or over swirling, so it just looks muddy. The work-life balance is perhaps like the marble cake. You need to swirl to your taste, blended but not muddy. And each person has their own preference and individual method of swirling. But most bakers would agree that when making a marble cake, all the flavours are first created separately. And so, perhaps psychologically, that's a good place to start too. Number one, identify exactly what it is you want from your working life. Number two, Identify what it is you want from your family life. Then begin to swirl. And then begin to swirl. But how about we throw in play? From my adult analytical perspective, we know that play is an important part of growth. It teaches cognitive skills such as problem solving, along with imagination. It teaches emotional skills as children start to work in teams and learn about hopefully good-natured, winning and losing, and trying again and physical skills, including dexterity and game-specific abilities. As a trainer, I also notice there is a growing movement to add gamification elements to motivate adult learners. For example, unlocking achievements or a leaderboard. 
And I personally also use physical games such as a tabletop escape room to engage and promote reflection. Play is also a key element of the hobbies that engage us after work, organise sports, pub quizzes, time with our children. But in all these areas, play is a tool. It's a means to an end. I believe that John is talking about play simply for play's sake. So have you played today? Whether it was a compliment or not, the first thing my husband said when he flicked through the Leader's Guide to Resilience was, oh, there's puzzles in it. He probably didn't sound quite like that. He loves puzzles. He does them for fun. And as a psychologist, I can go on about how they keep our minds engaged and focused, and that may give us some fortitude against Alzheimer's. The research is inconclusive. And I would certainly say they remind you that you can always learn new things. But that's not what my husband is thinking when he does puzzles. He just likes them. So, like him, can you play for play's sake? And yes, if you do that, you will benefit from a sense of enjoyment and laughter. And laughter helps relieve pain and even burns calories. You may unlock greater creativity, especially if you're using your imagination. And maybe it'll deepen the bond with those you're playing alongside. But for now, just for a moment, just play. Did that worry you? What a tall order for an adult, just play. So try some of these ideas. Draw a greater than sign, a backslash and a percentage symbol and turn each of those into a drawing. For social play, maybe try and get the word penguin into a sentence today. Extra points if you manage it in the work context. Note, use that challenge with care, of course. Practice your reaction time in a fun way with yellow flower. Out of respect for this podcast being inspired by the pioneering mind who wants to reduce the number of cars on the streets and reclaim said streets with greenery, this is a variation on yellow car. So yellow flower is where you get points for spotting a yellow flower first. Although this probably becomes more of a challenge when the daffodils finally give way to hyacinths. Maybe a physical game. Monsters. Now this is a great game with younger children. Take it in turns calling out the number of arms and legs a monster should have and together as a group, being mindful of safety of course, make sure that that number of arms and legs are touching the ground. And what about a challenge game? Recite the alphabet backwards and then see how quickly you can do it. Now even I noticed myself that in two of the examples I gave I had to include caveats. What a way to spoil the fun. No wonder we play less in a world ever dominated by rules. So how about we look at the dictionary definition? Play is activity engaged in for enjoyment and recreation. So then return to my earlier questions. One, identify what you want from your working life. Two, identify what you want from your family life. And now add a way or as many ways as possible that you can include a sense of enjoyment and recreation into both. Perhaps that means you need to, number three, identify what you enjoy recreationally. Go ahead, work it out. And as to the marble cake, if it's muddy, it's muddy. Incorporating play is not about making the cake. It's about smiling, 
laughing and maybe tapping into that unadulterated and yes seeing the word adult in there is significant unadulterated childhood joy it's about remembering that happiness which is what we really want when we look at the work-life balance anyway is not a goal it's a state and it's a state that you can choose at any time you wish at work and in life and if you need a little help play might just do it and that's all we have time for today but you can continue your wellness journey with my youtube channel dr audrey tang tools to thrive or with my books and articles on my website www.draudreyt.com or tune in to n live radio 106.9 fm on tuesday nights at 9 p.m for the well-being lounge